Well, hi there, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani, flying solo today, but I'm counting on you. So I'd like you to keep me company and join in on this conversation as we talk about friendly gestures today on Take Two. What does that mean? Well, that's like the fist bump or the hug or the handshake or the smile or the wave or something of that nature. We're talking about friendly gestures today. And I really and truly need your help. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. Jerry will be back on Tuesday. We are celebrating Veterans Day today. And so um, we really hope you make the most of it and really just um, be very, very grateful. You know, very grateful today. I think it's it's just a, a beautiful way to um, go into the weekend. And uh, I wanted to mention that. Also, uh, please don't forget to uh, uh, check us out at the Spirit World this weekend for our mailbag, our monthly mailbag show. And that's at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. And we are going to be covering uh, the questions there very interesting show. I got to listen to it ahead of time and and it turned out really, really well. So I think you're going to love it if you're a follower of the spirit world with uh, me and Adam Bly. But today is take two with uh, friendly gestures. We have Matt Kabinsky on the phones. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. How do you greet people or strangers or people in at your parish or at your church? How do you greet them? Do you just wave? You know, after COVID, it's been pretty strange, let's face it. And I really want to know. I want to know how we interact, how we communicate. We are made for community. And so it's very important we we, uh, have these conversations. So we're talking friendly gestures today. Please fill the phone lines, 833-288-288. 3986. That's the number to call. I really am expecting you to call in because Jerry will be back on Tuesday. By the way, uh, coming up on Monday is Do You Think It Was an Angel? We're talking angel stories on Monday. That's going to be a very active show. But today is all about friendly gestures. Okay, so Ace McKay, our producer, we were talking about this and Jeff Burson, um, social media weighed in as well. We we're talking about like, what's your natural tendency when you meet somebody? For me, it's hugging. I w- I'm a big, I like to hug. I really do. And I've, I, that's just the way I grew up and I just feel very comfortable. I, I will, um, you know, shake hands and I, I do look in people's eyes. I, I, I'm a firm believer of that because the eyes are the windows to the soul and it's very important we connect. And so I love that, but let's face it, post-pandemic, it's weird. It's strange. You meet somebody and you kind of do this awkward dance, right? You don't know what to do when you meet them. So do you just smile? Do you do make some kind of unique uh, gesture of greeting them? Or do you do the old fashioned way? You reach out your hand and say, hi, how are you? You know, or the fist bump, you know, that's the big thing right now. Although some people in business, they have said that they just are so tired of it. It just feels so bizarre. So I want to hear from you. Please call in. We are a live, safe, friendly, welcoming platform. Um, We reach all around the world. And so uh, it's it's wonderful to talk to Matt Gabinski. You just um, call this number, 833-288-3986. Speak to Matt. He's wonderful. He'll chat with you for a few minutes. You, he'll put you on hold. You'll get to listen live, and then we'll have a great discussion. Hopefully, we'll go into the weekend with a better outlook or a different outlook or 
you know, somehow we have a way on take two to weave it into our spirituality and we walk away a little bit closer to God. So please don't sit this out. Don't get started with your weekend yet. I need your help. 833-288-3986. Is anyone else having seasonal allergies? I'm having terrible seasonal allergies. It is just driving me crazy. Anyone else having that problem? You can call in too and just, we can just, um, you know, just share stories. 833-288-3986. Or on social media, you can weigh in and tell us how you um, offer the sign of peace at church or something of that nature. Uh, after COVID, I know a lot of people, Jeff Burson just shared this, a lot of people kind of do a, a mini little bow to each other. That's interesting. So let's uh, talk about it at church, the sign of peace. Some some uh, masses I've been to, it's like a real quick, they, they pass over the sign of peace, right? Especially um, after uh, COVID, it's very interesting. So all different angles, all different ways we can discuss this, or maybe, ooh, oh, wait a minute. What about this one? How about, have you ever put your hand out to shake somebody somebody's hand and to greet them and they kind of pull their hand back and they're like, eh, no, I don't want to touch you. That's happened to me. And that, that can really hurt. And I understand it though, because every, the fear and everybody with COVID, I get the, the, um, that element of hesitancy, but it still hurts. You feel rejected, right? 833-288-3986. Phone lines are lighting up. Thanks, you guys. You didn't get started with your Veterans Weekend yet. Um, and, you know, I love Veterans Day. I really do. It's just a time for all of us to be just super grateful, you know, for everything that God has has given us and all the fine people that have stepped up to protect um, freedom and, and just really, it's really quite beautiful to to just look around and see how so many people have sacrificed so that we can be sitting here today talking and using the radio airwaves to connect one another and to build up the body of Christ. I'm filled with gratitude. And I know it's, I know you might say it's probably because it's my birthday month and I understand that. And I, and you guys have just showered me with incredible birthday greetings and, and the love and the beautiful things you have shared. I'm just, I'm completely humbled beyond belief. And I just, I just have to tell you, I love you back so very, very much. But as you get older, you start to look around and you think, wow, I really, I appreciate people. I appreciate things. I appreciate all of God's creation. I, I really have a deep sense of gratitude, right? Do you, do you wake up like that? And that includes interacting with people. And so we're talking friendly gestures today. You can change a life with a smile. We know that. It's, there's been many, many stories and studies on that that a smile can really change a person's heart, a soul, their life, in their circumstances that they're in. So we're talking friendly gestures today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Got a couple open phone lines. I need your help. Please fill those lines. I want to have a really robust discussion today. 833-288-3986. When we come back, we're going to go right to the phones and we'll see how you greet one another. talking about friendly gestures today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Jerry will be back on Tuesday. Monday, we're going to be talking about angel stories. So I'm excited about a Monday show. 
Um, but today I need you to weigh in. Uh, there was a few uh, phone lines that were taken, and I guess you guys must have uh, left some comments, um, and that's fine. But I'd love to speak with you. So please call in 833-288-3986. That's the number to call. How do you greet a person for the first time or a church for the sign of peace or something of that nature? Do you go up to Father at the end of Mass when he's uh, greeting everyone, and do you shake his hand and tell Tell him what a nice homily um, he has given, or do you just see wave and, and keep walking? You know, let's talk about it because I think it could help us um, connect uh, one another and feel accepted and feel, you know, really the body of Christ. We are, um, we are the body of Christ, and this I, this is my humble opinion, but I'm just going to say it. Um, the sooner we start acting like the body of Christ, we will have a better world. And so this is these discussions can help us. So please weigh in. With, there's a, just a couple open phone lines, 833-288-3986. Before we get to Maureen in Rochester, New York, I just wanted to share if you're interested and you're praying about it of starting a Catholic radio station, believe it or not, there are still many pockets around uh, the country and the world that don't have Catholic radio. So find out how you can help start a Catholic radio station where you live, power by the truth of the church and EWTN's dynamic radio programming. All you have to do is email Steve at this address, radio at EWTN.com. Okay, so Steve is wonderful to talk to. Please fill those last couple phone lines, 833-288-3986. Maybe you're a bit of a germaphobe like me. I will just disclose that. I am. I like everything very clean. And so sometimes if I if I've hand sanitized, you know, Ace McKay and I were talking about this on the break. If we if we hand sanitize and then all of a sudden we're all ready to do something like prepare food um or or you know, uh, do something at the church and then somebody wants to shake your hand, I mean it kind of it breaks that um that barrier, right? And so you you just feel like, wow, I don't want to, you know, touch anybody until I finish what I'm doing. And that's true. And that could be it. So, and there's a lot of that going around as well. 833-288-3986. Okay. Let's hear what Maureen has to say in Rochester, New York on our friends at the Station of the Cross. Hi, Maureen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, you're welcome. Um, uh, I taught at Nazareth College for 33 years, and my students always told me that I should go into stand-up. And um, I am funny, I have to say that. <laughs> but it, I always laugh at my own jokes. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's sort of a cue, you know, there's no background laughter, so I have to do it myself. But nevertheless, when I, I retired in December of 19... Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit, and everybody was locked up. But I had just gotten a standard poodle, and I found out about a dog park near my house where the dogs can just run off leash. And um, so I started going there, and, you know, it was 30 degrees. Everybody's got on masks anyway. And I thought, um, that you know, I thought... I was thinking, what can I do, you know, as far as being productive in the world? And I thought of volunteering, and I thought, no, I don't. You know, first of all, COVID, you you couldn't volunteer anywhere. 
And um, secondly, I didn't want a time commitment. And then I thought, well, I could do the stand-up thing. And I thought, why do I want another job? So I decided that if my community service, in the name of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. would be to go around and um, every day that I was out in the public, I would have to make my, make at least five people laugh. Oh, okay. And they do. <laughs> Although they may think I'm insane, but I can put that aside mm-hmm. and just go with it. Yeah. Um, and I always smile at strangers. And my mm-hmm. dog got attacked at the dog park the other day. And the woman said, don't you want my phone number? I said, it's not Judge Judy time yet. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just on her ear. And, you know, because you see people just go crazy about the smallest stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's the tension that's in our society. And, you know, I feel so sorry for people right now. Yeah. But I go around and try to make them happy. Right now, I'm a guy who's 92 years old. I'm over at his house redoing... Um, the gardening that his wife, who passed mm-hmm. 10 years ago, did, mm-hmm. and nothing's been done for 10 years. But, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah. Um, Maureen, Maureen let me ask you a couple questions, because you're you're the kind of gal I, I, I would love to hang out with, because I love to laugh. Absolutely. I laugh at everything. It's so bad. I can't even be in... Um, classes anymore because I'm constantly giggling and people must think there's something wrong with me. I just think at the at the age and where I'm at in my life, I just feel like I'm just happy to be alive and I'm and I'm just enjoying each day and I and I laugh a lot and it's really fun and I'm not on anything any kind of drugs or anything. I just enjoy life very much right now, even though my life is very hard right now, medically and physically. I'm I'm still enjoying life. So when you go up and you make a, a funny gesture or a joke to someone. If it's received, you both have a beautiful endorphin, you know, feel good hormone exchange, right? And it and it does leave in just a lighthearted, beautiful way. But what happens if you if you use that humor and it's rejected or somebody kind of snickers at it or makes fun of it? Do you take a does it bother you? Do you take offense or do you just kind of move on? Well, I just but um I just I, it doesn't bother me because I know that there's not everybody in life who wants to be social. I, I, no, I don't take it personally. I, I would have if I was 30. Um, but now I just love living life. And it's so much easier to just take things a lot more lightly. Right. Uh, the best thing I ever heard was, you know, you never see a U-Haul at um, a cem- at a cemetery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, well, yeah, 
Well, and, and Maureen, you make a good point. And I think that people, and that's the interesting thing. Like if you saw my life, you would say, what are you smiling all about? Why are you laughing? Why are you giggling? You have a lot of things that are, that are uh, a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, a lot of things happening in your life right now due to my health and stuff like that. But I, that's, I think that's what I'm trying to tap into that even though we have some heavy things in our life, um, I, I, I think it's great when we can still laugh and it's not that we're laughing and making fun of our situation. And it's not that we're laughing and thinking everything is very flippant and we can just make fun of everything, but we have to lighten up a bit. Otherwise this, this world gets very heavy and it can get heavier by the second. Right. And so I just want to say to you that if God has gifted you with that beautiful sense of laughter and being able to spread the joy and spread the humor, God bless you. So thank you. Keep it up. Get everybody smiling. Okay, Maureen? Thank you. Wow. That was beautiful. Um, Great call. I think that's important. You know, humor is an important thing. And let's talk about that. So 833-288-3986. I know we had May in Washington. So if you want to call back, May, please do. Um, There's a, a line open for you. There's also a line for you. That's right. You. You're listening right now. You hear the sound of my voice. That means I'm asking you to call in and share how you greet a stranger or somebody at the parish or your colleague at at work or somebody in your neighborhood. How do you greet them? How about family members? Do you know after COVID, family members stopped hugging each other? Wow. That's kind of, I don't know, that just doesn't sit well with me. Let's talk about it. 833-288-3986. Okay, let's hear what our beautiful friend Margaret in Mercer Island, Washington has to say, listening on Alexa. Margaret, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. And you know, Debbie, I last week before your birthday, I was so excited and waiting each day to call in on yesterday, but we I had some kind of sad news come yesterday. Oh. It's going to be okay, but I just felt I just couldn't call in and without without um, breaking down or whatever. But I sure was thinking about you on your birthday. Thank so you. I hope Thank you, you. I hope you had a wonderful day. But anyhow, to answer the question. I usually I I usually give a hug like you do, mm-hmm. Judy. I'm mm-hmm. Debbie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes, I believe in hugs. Well, but Margaret, let me ask you this. Let's face it. After the uh, after COVID, um, post pandemic, it's a little odd. I mean, have you had that awkward dance where you're you're a person that you used to hug all the time, and then they kind of jump back a little bit, or they step back, and it's a strange kind of hug. <laughs> Not really. I've been, I guess, kind of lucky with people that have um, just adjusted mm-hmm. to the fact that, you know, maybe they're feeling so much more comfortable because we most people aren't wearing masks, except in some places, like in Swedish Hospital, um, for in the, um, uh, the cancer part, they still want us to wear um, masks there but right. you walk in the door to a hospital and you don't have to have one on immediately until you get you know into specific areas mm-hmm. so i think people are relaxing a little bit more Good. and maybe i'm just running into people just the people that you know i know pretty well and um yeah and so they just and then my husband as you know did pass mm-hmm. away and mm-hmm. so 
I think people are giving me more hugs because they just feel it's really important to give out hugs, you know? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I said to Ace McKay, our producer, before we started the show, I said, we need to embrace one another. We need to feel accepted. We need to feel connected. It's it's so true. And and having a, a a a hug from somebody you know and you trust and you love, it's a beautiful thing. And it's an and it's an embrace that you can't really put words to. It's a it's a soul to soul connection. And I I agree with you. Now, Margaret, before I let you go, thank you for the birthday wishes. I love you to pieces. Now you've got me worried because um, I, I pray for you, and so does the take two family continuously. Would you keep us posted on whatever just uh, happened that you said was some some heavy news? Yeah. It, okay. um, I have to wait until December 8th to get more results. It took seven vials of blood two oh. weeks ago, oh. and they're looking for the scary word again, but they're oh. not sure. So anyhow, God is okay. good, and it'll all like my mom used to say, it'll all come in out in the wash, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh. Well, I love you, Margaret. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and we've got you. I, I starred you next to the book, uh, the prayer book, um, but we pray for you around the clock So and your whole family. Um, okay, this is what we are. We're a family, the Take Two family. I love you guys. Okay, let's hear what Linda has to say. Linda is in Round Rock, Texas on the EWTN app. Hi, Linda. Hey, Linda, are you there? Okay, I cannot hear Linda. So Matt, would you check on Linda and make sure um, that we've got Linda? She's been waiting so patiently in Round Rock, Texas. So until Matt gives us the green light, we'll go to Elizabeth. And Elizabeth is in New Hampshire on station of on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. So tell us how oh. talking about these friendly gestures, how do you greet people? As I approach to go into church in the morning, I always say good morning with a smile as I'm walking up with someone. And since we do not um, shake hands anymore, you turn around, turn sideways, and bow to them and say mm-hmm. peace. And if it's a good homily, I always compliment the deacon or my pastor, whoever mm-hmm. says the mm-hmm. homily. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> sometimes I have um, had one person, uh, she didn't seem to want to say anything, so I just said, you know what, you and I have something in common. And she looked at me and she said, what? I said, we're both Catholic and we're both going into church to praise the Lord. Mm. So it gave her something to think about. Right, that right. Kind of later up. And if I'm uh, at adoration on my way out, if somebody's coming in, I just always say, enjoy your adoration. Oh, you are beautiful. I love that. So you're making a connection just with, with beautiful words of affirmations and just encouraging the body of Christ. I think that is wonderful. See, to me, anytime we do that, we are building up the body of Christ. Way to go, Elizabeth. You're amazing. Thank you. I love compliments, especially when they're genuine and they're coming from the heart. I love that. 
Okay, so if you now you guys filled up all the phone lines. See, that's the way to do it. That's the take two way. 833-288-3986. That's the number to call. Um, we have so many folks uh, that we're going to get to. And wow, we got some interesting comments. Wait till you hear these comments. Pretty, pretty cool. 833-288-3986. And I'll check social media as well. Um, we're talking about friendly gestures today. Jerry will be back on Tuesday. So please um, listen and see if you learned something new today on Take Two. This is what we're all about. And we'll be right back. Friendly gestures, that's what we're talking about today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, only it's just me today with you, and I love that. So keep calling, 833-288-3986. I get kind of punchy on Fridays. I just do. I don't know why. I love Fridays. And, And there's really no reason why to make that day stand out above all the other days, but I just love Fridays. Okay. So thanks you guys for keeping me company here. Let's go to Maria in Frederick, Maryland, listening on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Maria. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. How are you doing today? Great. You have a beautiful voice, Maria. Oh my gosh, that's the first time I've thought I've heard that. But <laughs> thank you, I appreciate the compliment. Mm-hmm. So take it away. How, I, how, how do you greet people? Well, I greet people with humor. I was raised that way, and a lot of times, if the humor doesn't seem to work, then I kind of share stories with like the things that I've gone through. And it sometimes because since I work with the elderly right now in this part of my life. Mm-hmm. That that goes a long way to help them to either uh, get past something or get through something. Um, and so humor and my faith go a long way to help to bridge that gap if I'm not well-received or if it's kind of an awkward situation. Right, right. So let me ask you this question, because I asked uh, Maureen this question, and I want to ask you this, because you you, you use uh, humor to um, connect, and, and so do I. So I want to ask you this question. Is it, is, it a, is it a genuine humor? Is it a, do you uh, weave in compliments? Do you bring in joy? How do you I, I like I want ideas on how to bring that joy to somebody else or gift that joy to somebody else. And and I think sometimes if you if they ask you, well, what are you on or why are you so happy? And you say, Because I love Jesus, that doesn't always fly all the time. People look at you kind of kind of crazy. So how do you do it, Maria? Yeah, I, I usually delve into Um, my family's past experiences with hardships um, and put a spin on it to show that it wasn't as bad as we thought, you know, Mm -hmm. or a lot of times I'll use um, my own experiences of like humility or things like that. And then I try to put the the spin on, well, this was what was funny about it. Well, this is like, wow, I really needed to hear that today. You don't understand. This is kind of like, I, so I pretty much put myself in their shoes with going through my own real, very honest and real 
um, very humbling at times um, experiences. I try to kind of present myself as, look, you know, I get it. You've been through this. I've gone through this. And Mm -hmm. this is how it kind of affected me. But this is the joy I got from it. So your joy is coming, you know. Your joy will be there, and you're going to look at this and laugh one day. Um, mm-hmm. But that's pretty much how I was raised. You know, I was, I'm one of nine, mm-hmm. and I, um, you know, our family just, my mom's greatest gift to us was showing that this is going to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think we what just, God, thank you. say it one more time. I just, I didn't, I only caught part of that. One more time. You're about your mom? Yeah. Yeah, my mom sort of raised us about how, you know, to think that we're going to laugh about this one day. You watch, you know, yeah. and I'm like, and lo and yeah. behold, we do. Yeah. Anything that yeah. we're usually yeah. humbled, we're usually funny. It's funny. Right. Maria, that cracks me up because that's exactly what my mom, Connie, used to be like. She used to say it all the time. She, she would say, 10 years from now, we're going to be laughing about this. And she was right. And that is very interesting. I like how you put it all out there with people. You're just, you're very real. I love that. I think that's very refreshing because sometimes I think people like that candy shell where they want to go out there and pretend like the, their life is one way when it really isn't. I mean, I, and Jerry always says it so beautifully. I love the wreckage that is me. And you just put it out there and just be real with people. I think they connect in a deep way. What do you say to that? It's so important, especially in today's social media and Mm -hmm. that whole front that people build up that they're so worried about the truth of their life or the truth of the situation coming out. And I'm like, look, I take pictures of my home. I have three sons. Well, actually four. We took another boy in. And my house looks like a college dorm Mm 24-7. Mm-hmm. And so when they say, you know, oh, gosh, my house is a wreck, I'm like, look, mine looks like a college dorm right now because they're all teenagers. <laughs> right. And they can laugh at that. They can mm-hmm. they can say, oh, you know what? You're right. My home doesn't have to be perfect right now in this part of my life. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's a college dorm. Down the road, it's going to be very quiet. And right. I don't know what I'd rather, you know, I have to enjoy this hardship now. And so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell you, humor goes a long way as long as it's genuine and as long as it's, you know, appropriately said at appropriate mm-hmm. times. Um, but definitely, because my youngest has Down syndrome, and he is oh. such a candidate of joy. Right, His right. His joy is so real. And probably that, contagious, right? Very in- contagious. You've, it, it's oh, very infectious, right? The whole church, our whole Catholic church is so in love with him, and I don't mm-hmm. realize how much people watch him. Mm-hmm. But they watch him, and they can't wait to come up to me and talk to him and talk to me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes people years to really reach out and, you know, feel comfortable. And I'm like, right. oh, I wish you weren't so shy about it, because we love the attention. Mm-hmm. We love the joy of him. Wow. Can you give us his first name? His first name is John John. John, John, and um, he was named after actually Saint Andre, which um, my grandfather knew Saint Andre. Oh, um, wow! And so, yeah, so that's a whole different story. I won't get into yeah. that, but um, but he is such a oh, he's so much. He's he represents. I tell people he re- represents ninety three percent of those that are aborted every year. Mm-hmm. And I how, said, how you know, old is John John? He is fourteen, and 14. he wanted to go. 
He wanted to bring a gun to school today. We're like, no, honey, you can't be police officer today, son. I'm sorry. (laughs) They don't understand. They don't understand that you're police officer John G. today. But um, so he's like, you know, but it's so he's such a uh, I use all parts of my life to reach out and just be real, you know, just sort of just reach out. Well, Maria, I got to tell you, John John's lucky to have you as as his mom, but you know, and you're blessed to have him because he's just a bundle of joy and I think that is that's beautiful. God bless you. Thank you so much for gracing this conversation today. I really really appreciate it. See, that's the kind of joy we're trying to tap into right now with these conversations. So let's hear what De- what Debbie has to say, a first-time caller. From Clark Mills, New York, on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Debbie. Love the name. Hi. Yes, me too. I know your name, Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a brother, Jerry, so Jerry you're usually with. Oh, wow. It's ironic. Yeah, very cool. (laughs) So, Debbie, first of all, where is Clark Mills? I've never heard of that city. Is it? What's the closest city? Mm -hmm. So, it's upstate New York, and it's... Utica, New York, Syracuse, okay. New York. Got it. Buffalo, mm-hmm. New York, around that area. Yeah, yes. yeah. Very Small nice. Town. Very nice. Okay, so tell us, how, how do you greet people? Um, I, I, I was just telling a gentleman before this that I have an infectious smile. So everyone says they always remember me by my smile. Mm-hmm. And it's a warm smile, a gentle smile. It means um, love. It means coming from the heart, and people do remember you, you know, like that, and I always say, hello, how are you today? Are you feeling okay? Mm-hmm. You know, I like your hair, or I like the pin on your coat. You know, right. people remember you just for even those little things that you say to them. Right. Well, now, Debbie, let me ask you this question. First of all, did you know that Debbie is considered a happy name? Did you know that? Uh, no, I didn't. Honestly, it is. I, I didn't know that. No. It is. Debbie is actually considered one of the happier names. It's a happy name to say. When you, when, when you say the name Debbie, it, it, it kind of lightens people up. So that's beautiful. Then you have this smile that goes along with your name, which I think is amazing. Now, let me ask you a question. Sometimes when people s- smile, uh, is, is your smile received the proper way? Because I have been to places where I've smiled and somebody says, what are you smiling at? And I was like, oh, wow, that didn't, that didn't go over very well. Does that ever happen? Yes, yeah, so some people will say, gee, I want what she's on. So that mm. means you're taking, like, happy medicine or something. And I'm like, no, I'm just genuine. You know, I say hello to everybody, young, old, it doesn't matter, any ethnic or anything. Um, I take care of elderly people, especially dementia people right now in my life. So... Mm. It means a lot just to even give them a smile and hi, sure. how are you, and how was your day, or anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, ha- there have been stories. People have written stories on social media that they have had the worst day of their life. They've got bad news, or something happened, or they lost their job, and some stranger smiled at them with a deep smile and connected with them. You know, soul to soul you know, eyes connected and everything and, and really stayed in, um, with that um, smile embrace, right? And they said that it, it changed their life. Have you ever had anything miraculous like that happen? 
Well, it's like when you're in the grocery store and the lady is, you know, three feet tall and I'm five six, and they want the one, the one that's on the top shelf. I go, ma'am, I can get that for you. Mm-hmm. I said, no problem. And I always say, hello, how are you? Would you like me to get that for you and give them a smile? And they appreciate that. It's like you, you gave them the world because you could reach and they, mm-hmm. you know, they're obviously sure, but right. they, they, they just, you know, the, the way they take that with you, it, it's like, I hope mm-hmm. I made their day better by helping them, and it makes me feel good that, you know, I reached out to them, literally, yeah. by helping them on the top yeah. shelf, you know? Yeah. Debbie, I think you, I think you are making a difference, and, I, and actually, I think there's such a thing as, I would say, a smile ministry, because when we smile at one another, our face you know, changes, we, we feel accepted. We feel, we feel like we, we matter, right? Because a smile take, you have to have your attention focused when you smile. And and it's just a beautiful thing. It's almost a form of ministry. I think it is a ministry actually. So way to go, Debbie. I, w- I love that. Keep smiling. Thank you so much for sharing um, your comments today on take two. Okay, let's hear what Helen has to say in Ohio. Oops, Helen just dropped. Oh, bye, Helen. Well, maybe you can call back. Helen in Ohio, uh, maybe you can call back because I was just getting to you and uh, and you, you just dropped. So maybe you can call back. Oh, Linda has called back from Round Rock, Texas. EWTN app is the way Linda's listening. Hi, Linda. Hey, good morning. Um, your topic on gestures today is such a great one. I couldn't agree more so far with your listeners. The smiles make mm-hmm. such a difference. Even if I'm going just to a, a, a coffee shop or a drive through just take a, a second when they say, how are you? When I say, I'm doing great. How are you doing? They're like shocked. And mm-hmm. they're like, thank you for asking. Because I think in our culture, we're so quick, and we want what we want when we want it, and we forget these are human beings working hard, and there, there are people, you know. Anyway, this isn't what I was going to call that. I was also going to say, I was going to say at mass when I get there and I'm sitting in the pew, I'll ask the person next to me, "I'd like to pray for you during mass. Is there an attention that you have that I can offer up for prayer?" And it mm. it just does all of the most amazing things to just build community right there. Mm. And sometimes I said, you know, you don't have to tell me the details, but there's something I can pray for for you, you know. And and one other thing I want to say is when I have a great encounter, it's so easy for us to complain, but when I have a great encounter at a store or a drive-thru or something like that or anywhere, I make a point of calling back and letting the manager know. A couple years ago, Everything was so negative. And I said, you know what? I want to make a difference. And so I would look for opportunities mm-hmm. to, to give compliments to people and to take that extra time to call call the, the, the manager and let them know, hey, mm-hmm. your staff was really great here. You know, this was really great. And I said, it's so easy to complain in right. our culture. Mm-hmm. Well, if you've ever worked in customer service, you realize that you get like 90% negative and you hardly ever get the positive. And it's very it's very difficult to work under those conditions when you're constantly getting this negative feedback and you're trying your hardest to make things very uh, have a positive outcome. So I agree with you. Linda, I have to tell you, we share that same um, ministry work out there. I do the same thing. 
I I actually get the receipt from everywhere I go because there's usually a phone number at the bottom of the receipt. And uh, in my car, as I'm driving away, I will call back and I will speak to the manager and I'll just say, hey, did you, you know, your person that you had answering, you know, the, the, um, at the cash register or, or at the drive-through, you know, I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciated what they, what they, how they um, greeted me and how they uh, smiled at me or talked with me and how sweet they were. And I will do that. And I cannot even begin to tell you how many managers, and I'm sure you have felt this too, Linda, and you have had this same experience where managers will keep me on the phone for like five minutes. And they're like, oh, you're so nice. Can you just stay on the phone for five more minutes? And I'm like, oh my goodness, you do you, you never, they, they, they go the whole day without getting those kinds of affirmations. And that's not healthy. What, has that happened to you, Linda? I'm sure it has. Yeah, everything mm-hmm. you're saying resonates with me. Yeah, we will have a full-on conversation, and they're yeah. so grateful. You know, I, I I just think we could change this world if each one of us look for opportunities to give thanks and to share our gratitude. Boy, would that make a difference. When I, when I encounter the young people, I love young people. There's one guy at McDonald's, and um, we were talking and um, they were out of something I've been been asking for 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 uh, one of my relatives who likes mm-hmm. to to go there. And I said, you know what? When you become a regional manager, you're going to make a difference. And he got this big smile, and and he's like, yeah, you know, wow, yeah, you know. And and it's like I'd like to call out the young people and say, you know yeah. what? When yeah. when you move on and and you move up. Right. You know, you've got such great ideas, and just the smile on his face was amazing. And every time I see him, I'm like, oh, you're the guy I was talking to. You know, you're going to be a manager one day. You know, I love to affirm the young people because, yeah. like, they don't, they don't see their future. And it's like, no, you, 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 you can do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, if we just take a couple seconds, just a yeah. couple seconds to change the world. Yeah. Linda, I'm so glad you called back. You and I could definitely be very, very close friends because I'm the same way and I feel it and I've seen it with the response from the young folks. I agree with you. Okay. So Linda, stay with me one more second. Let's issue a challenge to the Take Two family. Okay. Today we're all celebrating Veterans Day. So time for us to be very grateful for everybody that is um, that have sacrificed their lives to keep us free and to keep us well in this world. And, you know, let's issue a challenge. Okay, so if you're listening right now to take two, just do do what Linda's saying just for one person today. Just, just take an extra couple minutes and connect with them or compliment them or go to their supervisor or manager and just say a wonderful, beautiful, positive words of affirmation to keep somebody going strong in this day and this world we live in. What do you say, Linda? I'll, I'll take it on. I'll do three today, okay? It's the take on the world challenge. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, we just did it. See, isn't that cool? Ah, Linda, thank you so much. God bless you. Um, This is amazing. See, I love the Take-Two family. Uh, Before we go back to the phones, Fathers of Mercy Hour, Sunday mornings, 4 Eastern, and Monday at midnight Eastern on EWTN Radio, the preaching order of the, the Fathers of Mercy provided these excellent parish mission and retreat talks featuring Father Wade Menezes, Father William Casey, and others. 
So don't forget to check it out, Fathers of Mercy Hour on EWTN. Okay, Jennifer in Texas on Guadalupe Radio Network. You're up next on Take Two. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, my friend. Happy mm-hmm. uh, late birthday. Thank I'm calling you. Because, <laughs> I was calling because here in San Antonio, the Basilica, the Little Flower, uh, I haven't been there in a long time. And then I went to visit because, you know, they have the plenary indulgence because they're directly involved with Rome. They're one of the main uh, churches. Mm-hmm. And so I went there and I noticed 30 minutes before Mass that it was locked. I mean, the whole church. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was sitting outside and some other people were waiting. And so we got to talking. And um, when they finally opened the doors, I asked, I said, well, well why? Why was it locked? And they said, well, because of vandalism and everything that's been happening with attacks, uh, attacks with the churches, yeah. that they're uh, afraid of them um, getting things stolen and markings and, and stuff on the, the churches and homeless that were coming in and trying to, to sleep inside. And so now they have no Eucharistic adoration. So that brought us all together and talking, and, and we were really sharing the word and just expressing, you know, our sadness, but then also our joys that the Lord has been bringing people together um, in spite of it all happening. And then I ran into people I haven't seen in like 20, 25 years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was just an amazing time. And 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 then because you know as soon as mass is over they say okay now you got to leave and they close the doors again and mm-hmm. that's really sad because that's the only parish so far here that I've seen that happen to mm-hmm. and and it's mm-hmm. it's it's a good thing that I got to um, talk with the people but it was a sad thing right. that that lost in the churches but I have to tell you something Jennifer because I do travel around quite a bit. Um, for the work that we do in ministry. And I, I, I'm seeing a lot, a lot still, um, even during the pandemic, obviously, and even post-COVID, uh, still there was churches during the daytime that were locked. But I'm seeing it again, and probably because of the world we live in and things that are happening where we don't know who um, folks are that are coming into our our communities. And, and, and it's very frustrating. I will tell you, I have been um, on the outside of locked churches where people are gathering together and we are praying together and we are um, staying together as the body of Christ. But it's, it's very discouraging because you do want to go in and visit with our Lord. And it's, so I, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. Um, in the short term, Jennifer, I think we definitely have to pray that, that we've got to make things safer and more accessible for, for our, um, our, uh, the faithful and for parishioners, because the parish community, I think, has really suffered, and we need to build that back up. So I'm right with you, Jennifer. We just got to keep making those connections and sticking together. God bless you. Thank you so much for your call today, and thank you for the birthday wishes. I really appreciate it. Um, Catherine, uh, you're up next. Cleveland, Ohio, listening on our friends at The Rock. Hi, Catherine. Uh, uh, well, some people, you know, it's real easy to talk to you on any problem, and other people find more difficult. You try to talk to them, it's more difficult. You feel like they just don't want to talk to you. So mm-hmm. it's just something I want to, want to say. But, but uh, so it depends on the people sometimes. 
But mm-hmm. when I was a child, I used to always have to talk to people. I had no one to talk to. So I got in the habit of, of talking anybody who talked to me. And always, you know, long walk home from school, I was always talking to anybody that would stop and talk along the way. I remember it was always some, often it was small man that came out of the bar, <laughs> the only one I had to talk to. Mm-hmm. The only people I had to talk to when I was a child. But I didn't have parents to talk to, it's hard to explain it. But mm-hmm. I just always got me half of talking to anybody who would talk to me. I used to love to talk to people. That's just what I want to say. Well, Catherine, I can tell you this. You have a very beautiful voice. You can hear your heart when you are speaking. I would just encourage you to keep talking to others because you have a gentle, loving voice. It's very obvious. So my challenge for you today is keep talking to others, okay? Uh, Okay. Can I say something else? Sure. I'm concerned about our Catholic churches. You know, I heard things sometimes, been, you know, things have happened to them, not good. I, I, there's a message, maybe they don't prove of it. I heard it from just like a Lady of the Roses, where Mary's been appearing in other places also, or other places also. If you put a cross of Jesus on the front of the church and the back door, actually the front door and the back of the church, it has your cross of Jesus with on it, not painted, as you be a bigger Jesus on it. And has to be on the outside of the church, mm-hmm. the outside of the church, and front door and the back of your church, and then the back door put in the middle somewhere. Your church is supposed to be well protected, and nothing up to nothing will cause an heart. Well, Sacramento is very powerful. The crucifix, uh, I always am a big believer of the St. Benedict medal. I'm wearing a miraculous medal right now. Uh, wow, Catherine, yeah, Sacramento is very, very powerful. The crucifix, absolutely. Thank you, Catherine. We're not going to get to anyone else today because you hear the music. And now you guys can get started with your weekend. Okay, thank you so much. You did such a great job. Don't forget, tomorrow is the spirit world and we have our monthly mail bag show we're answering your questions so if you follow the spirit world there tomorrow's the show to to uh, check out we really appreciate that on monday uh do you think it was an angel we're talking angel stories on monday and jerry will be back on tuesday and until then have a oh i gotta thank the show team matt jeff ace you guys are awesome and of course the take two family until monday have a beautiful and blessed weekend see you real soon